Hello. Hello. My name is Jacob. And my name is Pete. And this is a podcast that we're doing. It's called The Shift Life. Indeed it is. Um, Because we do shifts. We do. In a job that we're not thrilled about. Yeah. I'd say, putting it nicely, it's not for us. It's not for us. Not for us at all. And we're trying desperately hard to get out of it. So we thought, podcast. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Why not? Let's, you know, let's see where it goes, see where it takes us. It'll be interesting. And, you know. Hopefully, it takes us to a well-known coffee brand. Yeah. Like, rhymes with Piro. Yes. Nero, we've got no commercial affiliations of anyone, so we can say Nero. I think, you know, um, certainly the... uh, branch that we keep going into certainly know who we are yeah by now if they don't they should yeah exactly so you know you the staff could be listening to this and think oh i know them yeah i know them we're um we're two southern people yes in a northern environment yes we were from the south and met in the north yes it's so, like a Game of Thrones episode. I don't know that reference because I don't watch it. Oh dear. Okay. So, that's the end of the podcast. Yeah, so that's hope you enjoyed of, it. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> um, we don't really have a plan on what we're ever going to talk about. It's, I mean, we're not going to be detailed. No. So it's not going to be a, we're going to talk about this, we're going to talk about that. It, it is just going to be a, a free-for-all. It is, yes. And hopefully, you know, maybe... Uh, should this continue and uh we're not arrested or you know sectioned sectioned um we'd certainly like any feedback any uh requests maybe we could talk about something but i, I don't care what people say no no if it's... you don't like it i don't care if you like it exactly. or if you don't like there's it there's plenty of other shit podcasts out there oh so. there's terrible podcasts out there we're just joining that merry boat of shit podcasts and that's it that's it. I will be thrilled if people <laughs> think our podcast is shit because it means they've gone to some effort to even acknowledge that it exists. That's lovely. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, there's, you know, plenty of, um, I hate using the word, haters out there. Oh, triggered. Ooh. Yeah. Um, see what I did there? Nice. But we they don't can't, care. They can't see. We don't because care because nothing is as bad as... What we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the job that isn't for us. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, I'm sure it's for a lot of people. It um, is for a lot of people. A lot of people do it. A lot of people do it. Um, a lot of people are very serious about it. Yeah. You know, the job, the job isn't bad. No. Um, and there's, and you're surrounded by really lovely people. You are. Um, it's just, you get to, it has a shelf life, which is ironic. Yes. Yes. Why I use that phrase. Excellent. Um, So that is, it's just, you get to a point, the analogy I always use with people is if you don't like something, say I don't like wholemeal pasta, I do like wholemeal pasta, so I've messed myself up already. That's all right. Um, I I don't get you. Yeah. When I'm walking in a supermarket, I don't knock it off the shelf because I don't like it. No. I just let it be. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. There you go. You might occasionally kick it. Yeah, parmesan cheese. There you go. That's Oh yes. That's what I don't like. I hate okay. that. But I don't go out of my way to hate on parmesan cheese. No. And I, you know, 
not too long ago had a really bad dislike for fruit. Um, but I certainly didn't go around and attack it. No, you didn't. I just let it be in the, you know, on the shelf uh, and in the trees. And uh, yeah, I apologise where I'm taking this. It's, you know, we're doing this after... After one of our shifts. Yeah, 10 yeah. hours. Yeah, we worked long about. shifts. Uh, we must... Uh, I think we can... It's all right saying that we work nights. So um, so that's tough. It is. It's tough, tough physically and mentally. And uh, one thing that I, I think is important to acknowledge is that when you work nights, your your day is even more important it absolutely it, it feels like for me if i if i go to sleep when i get home and then you know you wake up at three or four o'clock and you've got to go back to work at eight or nine for some reason that feels so much shorter yeah than when you work in the day and it it's weird because it's actually not you get the same I, time there's no yeah i i see and and i think a really difficult aspect of working nights is that you if you have a job during the day you come home and you go to sleep you're not expected to do anything during the night um pick up a parcel you know have uh letters posted through your door someone dropping something off having a visitor none of that happens through the night however unless you're up to dodgy stuff yeah like we know a few people that oh we know some people we certainly do <laughs> do we know some people <laughs> however we're not at liberty to discuss that we're not going to discuss no, that no they're lovely people they are lovely people <laughs> <laughs> yes so it's uh yeah it's difficult and you your sleep is quite often broken i'd say yeah very very broken like uh yeah like our spirits <laughs> at times. Wow. Um, oh, wait, this, this, I hope this podcast is a beacon of positivity and hope. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, every passing minute is a chance to turn it around. Absolutely. What a great positive attitude. And, um, and another positive thing is, is, you know, we, we finish our shift and we have really nice coffee. We do. You know, just we do have really nice. Just coffee. constantly reminding yeah. everyone out there that you know, yeah, that we enjoy nice coffee in a relaxed environment. We do, we at, do at moderate prices. At moderate prices, yeah. From a uh, a, a big chain and coffee company. Hopefully, you know that the the milk alternative will fit in the same sort of standard as regular milk where you're not having to maybe pay an extra oh yes i didn't know where you're going yeah no but well that's, that's where i was going that's like, great. You know. it's all about oat milk yeah it's all about oat milk and it should be treated like cow's milk yes it should so absolutely we are less than 10 minutes into our first episode of the shift life and we have covered working nights yep cow's milk yep we've mentioned oats milk we have oats milk, like it's an oh, animal. That's it. Oat milk. It comes from oats. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> um, and we've we've yeah, I've they're in a field as well, aren't they? Oats. I um, don't know. Yeah, 
you have to understand that when you you can't have normal conversation with people i when i get home yeah. or if i have to interact with people after having worked a, a shift and i've not slept or i'm planning not to sleep for mm-hmm. a bit i avoid human interaction because you come across as though you should just be sectioned well you know as you what did you say earlier you made a reference that you feel like you're drunk oh yeah you do so yeah, yeah. you know that 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 coffee sobers you up. It, yeah. Or, you know. Well, I feel the opposite. It actually hits me harder. It oh. get like, I feel like the, um, so if I have a coffee after a shift, yeah, I, I feel the rush of rush of the rush of caffeine get to me quicker than I would if I was just drinking a coffee well, during that's the day, it. It, you know, because your no... body's like desperate to grab some sort of nutrient and it's like, yeah. Oh, caffeine's the first thing I've got exactly and that's it so yeah and i find after after that coffee there's a certain point where it's a pretty hard come down yeah so it you know i need about four to six months recovery in a rehab clinic absolutely absolutely Mm -hmm. um and i sometimes feel that there's got to be more to life than than this there is more to life than this that's why we're doing this podcast. Exactly. So exactly. if everyone listening could donate, please, £100,000 to... Or even even coffee vouchers from... I'd prefer the money, but <laughs> you go with, with, with coffee. My uh, account number and sort code are... No, <laughs> obviously not. Um, uh, Pete's account number and sort code are... Um, yeah. So this is, you know, like, like I've said, we're not... We're not trying to force out anything in particular here we are gonna you know we're keen on talking about things to do with mental health and that kind of world we're doing that in a really light-hearted way because having i personally someone who's been through that mill and through that sort of cycle of the world of mental health and recovery and bits and pieces and we're going to that later on at other points and yourself as well yes well exactly i find that the best approach is or the one you know because it's always an individual thing you can't generalize something like that so for me individually i find the results are more um positive when i humorize it or become light-hearted about it absolutely and looking at the gravity of it and well something i quite often um only looking back now um when i was younger uh I felt everything was so serious. Yeah. And that's incredibly difficult to comprehend when you're so young. Um, And it's only sort of growing up and talking to people such as yourself um, that, you know, yes, it's, it's a serious matter, but it doesn't have to be serious all the time. It's, you know... A lot of um, a lot of the things we share, the we can be very relaxed about it, very laid back about it, and yeah, um, of course, you know, um, I think that that's that's just as important. Yeah, I, one thing that I've mentioned to people quite a lot is talking about um, looking at. Uh, I think I've said something along the lines of everything should be ridiculed. And I don't mean that people jump at that because they think, oh, then you can't ridicule cancer and you can't ridicule that and and terrible things that maybe some other people done like 70 years ago in the middle of Europe. Um, 
and you know that's taking it to an extreme i don't mean that i don't mean ridicule it what i mean is look at it and simplify it and look at how it affects you individually yeah so it's funny that people jump on something like oh you can't ridicule cancer well no but you can ridicule being ill and dying and living yes so all of those things which happen to all people you know there's no one here who's going to be born and then not die everyone dies so it's ridiculing death ridiculing life and things like that suddenly remove the floor of seriousness away from you know how impending doom feels in your head and you realize oh again it's just something that connects you to every single person we're all just one thing and all just making up as we go along and so on yep yep Um, well that's it um and i from my experience um certainly when i talk to people that do kind of offer a a light-hearted um aspect of it 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 generally makes me feel i can deal with it a lot better Mm -hmm. um i mean again this is just my personal opinion i understand that not everyone feels the same um but yeah it's well one one course of action doesn't you know that's why you can it's difficult and that's why places like the nhs have such difficulty in trying to help because they have to generalize it they can't work at the individual yeah the therapist and the doctor and the nurse can work at the individual and that's where the help really comes from but to generalize all people with um you know if if you put an umbrella over a certain group of people who suffer with depression um you know you can only generalize that but it's when those people get the individual support is where other branches start to happen in in how they can deal with it yes yeah um and everybody everybody reacts differently you know um what would help someone may not necessarily be the right thing for another person so it's it's important that we we're not subjected to believing that this is this is the only thing that's going to help us Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's about broadening our horizon um, and taking our time with it, really. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, again, we're hoping this podcast can reach out to people and sort of open their eyes to, you know, not just our way of thinking, but other people's uh, opinions and you know we're all experiencing different things all at different times so yeah that's that's a good point um that's that this this podcast i hope can can uh be heard by people who if they are at a point in their lives where they're struggling or feel lonely or isolated or alienated or whatever it is you can because we're not doctors by any means we're not medically approved by anyone if we were that would be terrible they've done an awful job yeah um, absolutely in vindicating us as professional medical whatevers um and so this this podcast is from just two normal people yeah who are just saying here's what has happened to us here's what actually still happens to us and look 
and if you grab onto it or feel like oh yeah i get some you know i i feel connected to that or oh i'm like that in certain ways and it helps people yeah whatever you know that's good um because one thing i was always very resistant on and i think this was um i think this goes way deeper than i'll be willing to go at this moment but the i've always had a problem with clichés and stereotypes yeah. in terms of i didn't want to feel like something that was so simple would work for me so when people talked about therapy you know oh why don't you go see a therapist why mm -hmm. don't you see a counselor or something and you'd think oh well that's just talking to one person. how how does talking to a stranger help me uh, and then when I tried it, it, it helped me. Well, <laughs> and that was sort of like disappointing because it's like, oh, well, that's so simple. And I, I, in when you're the individual and you think, oh, but I'm just a little old me and I'm, and, and really I'm complex and everything. And yet you can simplify and distill your issue and it can help you. Yes. You do think, oh, maybe I'm not as complex and odd and special. Well, you know, it's, uh, I think, I think there can be part of, I mean, from, again, from my point of view that sort of when you're, when you're dealing with mental health issues, when you're going through things like depression and things like that, it does build up this persona. Like you can quite often feel that this is happening to you mm -hmm. and, um, and absolutely it, there's, you know, you feel more and more complex, like you're not going to be able to do something that makes you feel better or there's there's nothing out there that can help you and uh i tr it, it's it's difficult because one you don't know whether you're being offered the right help but it it's also timing so you may not necessarily be ready for that kind of help yeah so you know i went through so many therapists as a child and i heard yeah yeah. yeah, they hated yeah. you. All of them Ooh, hated you. Tell you. Um, <laughs> I can't remember anyone's name. Uh, however, well, I'd hate to think where they think I am now. Um, so basically, I felt that I couldn't talk to anyone at the time. So I sat there and obviously being younger, sometimes I'd take toys in. And it, it, there was even times where it felt like getting out of school, which was great. And it wasn't until I felt ready um, and actually was a lot older and made the choice myself to go and talk to someone that I really benefited from it. So, yeah. yep. you know, it's important to, as I say, don't be hard on yourself. Um, take your time. And if it's not working for you, then it doesn't mean to say it won't work for you at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I was incredibly resistant to help at, like, like horribly resistant to it and um and then when i did seek it out and it turned into something which was useful and could help me you know i didn't regret not doing it sooner mm -hmm. but i did feel like maybe i'd blown things out of proportion for myself and how i reacted with the world and so on and and that it it would have been useful if i had gone sooner but you know you, you live and learn. You do. So you just you have do. to, you know. I've always been, I don't like when people say, oh, well, you know, I've learned this in life and I've learned this lesson. I, I don't like this idea that there's lessons to learn because if there's lessons to learn, 
it suggests that you can do it wrong or right. And I don't personally believe in that. I don't think there is a right or a wrong way of living. No, no. So in terms of depression, in terms of mental illness, in terms of mental health in general, um, I, I don't think there is necessarily, I don't believe you, you are broken. You know, people who suffer or live with or, or however you want to put it, depression and, and so on. Um, you know, these people, us, whoever, we're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. No, no. Um, you're not something that needs to be put back together. It's not that you've not yet learned a lesson. That's kind of what I mean by that. Uh, and I've heard that from people and I that pisses me off a lot because it's like, well, that's crap. Yeah. It's absolute yeah. crap. And uh, I've even met someone who said to me, oh, I don't really believe in mental health. And I thought that was such a bizarre way of looking at things because it's like, well, okay, if you don't believe in mental health, then you are inadvertently kind of saying, I don't believe in feelings or emotions. Yes. Because that's what mental health is. It is. That's what it's... it is. There is a, a biological sense to it in terms of like chemical and uh, brain activity and yeah. so on. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you've got factor in uh, environmental you know that's a massive part of it absolutely and all those other things that come into play but if you just flippantly say i don't believe in mental health that you know that's a a dead block to say i just don't believe in feelings or emotions and that it doesn't it doesn't compute it doesn't even well and you know at the end of the day um people who suffer from mental health are no different to anybody else. Um, you know, we all, we're all um, a product of experiences we've had, you know, things that have happened to us, things that have happened to people around us. Um, and it's a combination of that along with, you know, who we are. It's, it's it's all built up emotion feelings and sometimes it's difficult to process yeah um well this this world if you if you simplify everything and you look around you and you can um have you heard of Eckhart Tolle no okay should read his stuff um really cool guy he's very into stillness and removing your your thoughts from the situation so stand back from your thoughts yeah let the thoughts just come and go they're just uh the visitors that's all they are so if you ever in, in a situation if you remove yourself from the thoughts and you just watch what's going on you're the you're just a witness to the situation you can uh he goes on about you know you can just start to see how crazy everything is oh absolutely and you start and you look at it and you're like what is actually happening here yeah. And when you see that, you're, what you would talk about in terms of mental health, you start to realise that all these things that either make you feel bad, sad, lonely, and so on, or great, amazing, ecstatic, whatever, all of those are temporary emotions and feelings again. And when we're talking about suffering from mental health, I don't even like using that term because it's like, well... I don't think it's, I don't think there's suffering, there is suffering because people suffer, but it's, 
one thing I I really want to highlight is that I don't think you have to. You know, um, there's a guy, a really funky guy called Jeff Foster, and he uses the term that um, uh, depression sounds like if you if you cut down the word to depressed, that sounds a lot like deep rest. Yeah, yeah. And so, as I've said to you a few times, and I find this difficult to do myself, but when you are in that stage where you can switch on and go, maybe I'm depressed right now, it's an invitation to take a, to stop. Yes. To, to yeah. take a rest, to calm down, chill out, remove yourself from the emotional side of things. Don't, yeah, that doesn't mean cut off from people or become disinvolved or whatever. It just means don't take it so seriously. And that's really difficult because like what you've just said, this is a crazy place. There's so many mixed signals. I have that issue all the time. This, this issue well, constantly of... One person says something and then acts differently, and and it your brain gets messed up. And and that's that's I mean that's the most difficult um, thing to uh, sort of get your head around is that you know a lot of um, sort of mental health issues are things that are I would say that are deep down inside you and. Um, when you deal with everyday life um, and, you know, interactions with people, um, I feel a lot of that can get jumbled around. So, mm-hmm. again, it's, you know, it it can, it can, I'm not surprised it can change your mood so rapidly. Yeah, you know, yeah. one minute you can feel fine, the next minute, no, you, yeah. you feel shit. And um, it's just, it's just finding a way to, to yeah step back and and just know that it's not going to last um you know uh you've had your bad days and you've got through them um and again uh, you know this podcast um listen to it have a laugh with us um you know uh another thing i want to talk about is um the fact that we are going to cover some topics, um, you know, uh, we're also... Not the chocolate bar. No, not the chocolate bar. I don't like the chocolate bar. Uh, what is the topic, chocolate bar? I can't remember. Has it got Does fruit it in it? And nuts? That sounds like something I'd be well into. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Are they still around? I don't know. I think they're still around. I, I don't think know. Maybe they're, di- they're red. They're in a red packet. That's what I remember. Yep. With white writing. That's called a narrative swerve, where someone just changes the subject entirely. Um, As you were saying... (laughs) Yeah. And now, does anyone remember potato puffs? What? Potato puffs. No. I I ask that to everyone and they don't. I don't understand why. You could get them from your corner shop. Um, In what flavour varieties? uh, So they did... Just like the normal Cheese ones. and onion, ready salted salt and vinegar. The I think they did a spicy tomato. I don't know, but wow. they were they were the bags that were like 10p. Do you remember when Chris were that cheap? Yeah, it was like Alien Face. Yeah, so you had the Space Raiders. Space Raiders. But yeah, potato puffs, they were like a sort of long... Potato puffs? Yeah, they were like a what? long circular shape and they were made of like 
they were like full of air. So like PowerPoint. What would if there was a really big competitor out there, what would it be? Do you know what I mean? So one you know you, you know you one get that's like out a, there like them now. Yes. Um there isn't anything like them and that's what's so wow, sad. What a unique crisp that is we have lost so to sad. the ages. Yeah. So this podcast is gonna be about mental health and lost potato snacks. Yeah. From the nineties. Absolutely. We're niche. <laughs> so feel free to think of any other snacks from the nineties. If you'd like to send us any potato snacks. <laughs> yeah, if if in fact if anyone can find potato puffs that would be great. That's brilliant. Let us know. Okay. That's great. Um yeah, so I mean we were we were talking about how it's it's really really difficult to live in this world. Yes. Like there is another world to live in. It's difficult to exist here when you suffer I, I don't like using the word when you're okay to summarize it when we're talking about mental health we're also talking about sensitivity i find that's missed quite a bit uh and there are some people who will be very sensitive and some people who are less sensitive but it doesn't mean they're not as affected no it just means that on the surface they're not maybe showing it as much i personally am a very 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 heart and sleeve person yes i you know i will f- i hadn't noticed yeah and we've worked together we've known each other less than a year but i don't think i've shown my card to you that many times no. i think i don't i think i've been very business-like with you yeah? oh yeah absolutely yeah, definitely that's um, complete sarcasm of course um that's why i understand it's very difficult for people to keep up with me sometimes i will flip all over the place and and be a complete mess you're like a kite in the wind (laughs) (laughs) yeah except sometimes i don't even have that string no i go off on one um so that and that is uh and believe it or not that's years and years of reining myself in as well yeah and knowing what's acceptable and what's less acceptable and so on uh, I wouldn't say by any means I am a complete disaster of a human being. No, no, you're not. So because we would stop talking. If we would. This no. wouldn't be happening. Yeah, no. Um, so um, how I how I envision this is if there are people out there in their early twenties who hear this, or a teenager, or whatever, um, because some a piece of advice that I I find relevant, but I also <laughs> don't like it, is that. Things and here's the horrible thing: things do get better in time. Yes. So as you get older, you you just start to go, oh, I can be a bit more reflective on that. Whereas at the time when it's happening, it's a struggle to have any hindsight. It's a struggle to have any insight about who you are and what's going on with you. So that's why you know there's all these reports that come out about there's more kids now than ever going to GPs, going to talk about depression and things like that. That is. F- fucking amazing yes it's great that that's happening because what they're doing is acknowledging that they're sensitive they have emotional states their feelings are important um but it's difficult at the time it is and one thing i want to highlight that i really wish i had someone to tell me this or 
I invent a time machine and go back to tell my younger self. It's possible still. It is possible. You know, they're probably, I could go back and get potato puffs. I want to go back and get a topic. Exactly. There I we think, go. I think they're still there though. So, so yeah, so we've covered coffee vouchers, um, <laughs> money, someone to build a time machine. Yeah. But as I say, it may not seem like it at the time, um, but I can't stress this enough. Talking to somebody, doesn't matter who it is, helps. It really does. I, I was, I just couldn't see it being younger, but yeah, it, it's only now. I mean, why, why do you think when you're younger, why do you think there is a resistance to it? The reason I think there's a resistance is because I, I feel that you're more inclined to think that this is just happening to you and that no one would understand. And it's simply because you're none the wiser. You don't understand what's happening. Well, you yeah, don't understand when, what's when you're a kid, I mean, there's kids you come across as very confident and mm-hmm. so on. But, you know, I've been a kid. So have you. Yes. And so has every adult-ish. And um, I think when, when you're younger, you can have a steely confidence of, I do know it all. Yes. If you don't, no. even as an, you, you'll learn one day you never know it all. Or there is this constant insecurity, which is what I was like when I was a kid. I was permanently insecure. Yes. And um, I, I was the same. Yeah. So, and you very know, quiet at times. Yeah. Um, and so to then throw all of that emotion and everything into the bucket and then have people come to you and say why don't you talk jesus christ where do you even start exactly exactly that's so difficult it is it is and um i mean yeah uh, it where i am now it's easier said than done um because as i said it was certainly something i couldn't do as a child um but i think that with with the help that's available now with with mental health becoming more and more apparent people talking about it more people are doing more um it's it's only gonna it's only gonna help it's gonna make things better yeah um and it's gonna give younger people um or people our age people who are older it's gonna give them more opportunities to to seek the help they need Mm -hmm. um to have that support so that's you know that's such an amazing thing which is why we want to get involved in any way we can yeah um you know uh i just think um yeah listen to what we say we're, yeah we're, we're, we're very wise we are we are absolutely anyone who knows us will say the same <laughs> that <laughs> we know what we're talking about yeah absolutely and yeah yeah, people have for years said, "Why don't you do a podcast talking about '90s snacks and, I know, and right? mental health?" I know the two just fit together, as Jim Carrey would say, "Like a glove." Yes, <laughs> like a glove. I should insert the bit where he says that in Ace Ventura. You into should this bit. I might do it here. Like a glove. And you may not, you, you can't see me now, but right. my hair is like Ace Ventura's. It is. So it's a little bit more contained well that you know there's i don't want to 
Sorry, Steely's I you, found a copyright issue. I, kind of I stuff. shouldn't have tried to downplay you there. You, no, if that's how you feel, I'm sorry. That's fine. I've got issues. This is well, <laughs> you know, this is what I have to put up with everybody. No wonder. So, um, well, you know, this is what we said. We said this was just going to be a really honest, open conversations that are going to go on and turn into tangents of four other million things and so on and remember that this is done after a 10-hour shift yes so i think right now it feels like we've made sense but i think when we listen we're gonna go oh no what was that about and that's that's fine Uh, absolutely so absolutely if there was any way that we wouldn't have to listen to it at all and just assume that it's great then um i think that's dangerous but you know <laughs> that's okay we can we can we can go on that basis we were here we were here when we made this so and what's interesting is that this the shift that we've just had was quite possibly the longest shift we've done oh, so it far was, yes so um yeah. we cuz we yeah we we stayed past our normal time and oh, then some. Oh, good like that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We don't break any rules. No, we ever. don't break any rules. No, anyone. Yeah. When when a rule is set to me, I like to oh, achieve it. Mr. Rulebook. I am. Over that's here. what I call myself. Absolutely. That's what it says on my name badge. Yeah, Mr. Rulebook. Yep. Definitely. Absolutely. I um uh, and I believe in rules so much. So it, yeah. It would, it would just go against my better nature. Of course it would. Rules are important. They are important. Yeah. Especially where we work. Yes. We're swimming into dangerous territory. Yes. <laughs> um, this week's episode, uh, not suggesting that we're going to do an episode every week, but whatever. Um, this episode has been sponsored by Rules. Yes. And uh, Responsibility. So thank you. Um, With a partnership of rules. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Did I just say partnership? Oh, right. We're okay. Yeah. Um, Right. So this has been an introduction to the shift life. Yes, it has. And, um, you know, we're going to talk about these kind of things every time. Um, we're also going to look into what's relevant in the news. Is there anything relevant that you'd like to bring up now? Well, funny you should say that. Oh, funny I should say that. Funny you should say that. Funny I should because say that. Because I'm a strong believer in being prepared. Yes. Um, as well as following rules. Of course. Which we've covered. I, When I met you, I was like, this guy follows rules and he's strongly prepared. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because it's important, you know, yeah. when, when you've you know got people who you wish to inspire that's it that's one of the things you need that's to show that for. you're i live for that so um one of the things i wanted to highlight is i would say so i've got a story here mm-hmm. um that the headline reads mental health i love it yeah so oh is there more th- sorry There is more. Um, Shouldn't have jumped in. However, yeah. So if I wasn't sectioned, I'd be dead. Okay. You know, that's dramatic. That is dramatic. It's a very. Who's it by? It's uh, by Gareth Lewis. Gareth Lewis, the the world renowned actor. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure he follows rules as well. Um, well, they... what actor doesn't? What actor doesn't? Indeed. Gareth Lewis, of course. Um, I don't. I I honestly don't know his other work. No, I, I only know him as. I I think this may be a different story. Oh. Yeah. I've I threw a curveball there. You've curved me. So I yeah. Zuckerberg to me and curved me so at the same time. I'm sorry. I apologize to Gareth Lewis. Yeah. Who is the person who wrote the story? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> as I said at the start and as I've said multiple times, we are not planning this. <laughs> and that is just the absolute proof. Exactly. In case you were wondering. Let's put this down to an outtake. Let's um oh we don't do outtakes here. So this it, is real. <laughs> this is real. This is what the shift life is all about. Uh, we right. couldn't have scripted that. No. I'm gonna no, let we you can't just... make this up. I'm gonna let you talk. Yes. Okay. So again, yep, this isn't about the actor. It's um it's a story written by Gary Lewis. Um and uh sorry gary or gareth gareth i apologize <laughs> wow this is going well so you were listening okay great i'm always um, listening right so yeah as i said mental health if i wasn't sectioned i'd be dead mm-hmm. and uh it then goes down after a an illustration of a woman by the looks of it with a grey background, so obviously setting the scene there. And it says about 9,000 people in Wales were admitted to mental health facilities in the last year. That's a staggering amount. Yeah. Um, Just under 2,000 of those were formally admitted or sectioned. So, yeah. And this is his story... I think he's probably he could possibly be the um, journalist that covered the story. So I, okay, okay. I don't think he's tied to it um, by the looks of it. Um, it's about yeah. So it's about a woman that was obviously sectioned that felt um, obviously it saved her life. Uh, so she's telling her story, um, and. Uh, yeah, um, it just goes on to say the issues she was having, her anxiety, um, alcohol abuse, um, before she was diagnosed with a form of personality disorder and then bipolar disorder. Okay. So, you know, it's that's a lot to deal with. Yeah. Um, as people know um, who are suffering with things like that, again, you know, I, I can relate to alcohol um, yeah addiction and well you've you have i mean bluntly put you have been a, a an alcoholic yes there was yeah. a you know there was a period in my life where i couldn't get enough that's mm-hmm. so uh so yeah yeah as an ex-drug addict what, what a great setting for a podcast this is um definitely as an ex-drug addict myself um the problem I would always say to people is that my problem with drugs was that I didn't get enough. Well, it it wasn't that I was using them; it was that I I didn't I never had enough. 
Um, and any story to do with bipolar, which is something that I was diagnosed with when I was younger, um, that, you know, I always find really interesting because bipolar is such a, it's such a complex and odd and bizarre world to live in. Um, and it's also, um, as, as a really interesting documentary of Stephen Fry, where he talks to people because he famously suffers with it as well, or lives with it, should I say. Uh, and he asks him the question, if you could get rid of your mental illness by pressing a button, would you? And pretty much everyone, I think everyone says no, they wouldn't. Um, so there's a lot to be said there is like, you know, your, um, your mental illness, your addictions, your issues, your vices, they make, you know, they're character building. They are. And they're so exactly. they, you can make them work for you. It's not the be all and end all that, uh, this issue you have means that you can't do something or it's the end of something for you or your life has to take a certain direction. It is simply that, you know, maybe the road is a bit more bendy. Yes. You know, maybe there's a few more ups and downs yes. than there would be for the standard person, whatever the standard person is. So, Well, I think one thing you need to think about is that, you know, we we are who we are and if you remove any aspect of that, good or bad, you don't know who you'd be, you, you know, so yeah. it's, it's irrelevant. Um, yeah. So it's just about making sure that you're given the support, the opportunity, and even for yourself, that the quality, that the quality of your life um, is to the best that it can be. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's not easy. Um, uh, it can be a very, very long road. Um, but don't ever think it's not possible. You know, we, I think, uh, Jacob can agree with me here that it's, it's ongoing, you know. Oh, it's every single day. Absolutely. And that, that, that can sound really daunting when you're in the midst or in the middle of something that feels awful and someone says to you, you might go through this every single day. And some people go, oh my God, really? I, you know, I've been there. I'm sure you've been there. Yes. Yeah. I say that now as a positive, because what I mean is look at all those days that you have got through it. They may have been challenging, but that's not going to be every single day. No. So no. you you learn how to cope, you learn how to deal, you learn how to manoeuvre. And not every single day, not every single moment is going to be bloody terrible. Sometimes you're going to, you know, things are going to go really well and they will go really, really well. And it's it's just about being here to acknowledge that, you know, it's, it's, it's worth it. And... You know, with with so many people going through um, different uh, different issues, you know, different problems, um, the opportunity to to meet someone and um, talk about not just common interests you have, films, TV, music, um, to actually be able to relate to one another. Um, when you've had difficult times, um, is, is, uh, a really helpful tool. Um, and 
it you know I have to say like we we just hit it off instantly and I think that the the reason behind that as much as you know having a sixth sense of humor um that's disgusting yeah with is the fact that we both have had you know mental health issues um Mm -hmm. we, we both have mental health issues so it's I, I wouldn't change that. Sorry, mate. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I just... Um, oh, what's I this? Think it's not a gun, is it? To reward... <laughs> to celebrate the first episode of our podcast, I think I've just reached into my bag. I've reached for some lemon muffins. Wow. Obviously, people can't see this or smell no, this right now. they but look they... good. Lemon muffins. Yeah. Obviously filled with sugar, so I wouldn't suggest this every single day. But I think we should celebrate the first episode of The Shift Life. Definitely. And everything we've said by having some lemon muffins. I would really like a lemon muffin. I'd be honoured to share a lemon muffin with you. No, no actually, I mean, we're going to have one each. I don't want to share with you. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Yep. It's... If anyone has listened. <laughs> I wasn't listening. I didn't hear a word you said. No. So, but nothing's new. Yes. So hopefully you'll hear from us again. I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. I hope that will happen. Yeah. Thank you very much to anyone who has listened. Anyone who wants to uh, get involved, you know, get in touch. You know, we'll we'll, we'll put some uh, details about how that can be done. Yes. Yeah. Um, Uh, You know, it could be... um, any man, woman, um, coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, any well-known, famous coffee chain want to be involved? Yes. We're not throwing that out expecting anything. No. We're just no, pinning we... our entire hopes on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because <laughs> we understand that there's sets of rules you have to follow. And we're breaking all of them. Yes. Oh, no, no. We spoke earlier about being... Oh. Oh. Oh, dear. I um, am Mr. Rulebook. Yeah. That, this has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> thank you very much for listening to the yes, show. Thank I've you been indeed. Jacob. And I've been Pete. And see you around next time. Take it easy. <laughs>